Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Revolution One Dove Radio, an off branch of the Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries. Um, what can I say? Biden's made a big no no. <laughs> Not really. He was stupid enough to re regulate a law on guns. Like, people don't have enough common sense to lock their guns up in their cars or in a safe or something of that nature. I'm going to critique it tonight. I'm going to start with that. Uh, Washington, the Washington Times, an American newspaper, which I don't trust, is Biden's DOJ announces a new gun control ruling. Basically summarizing. Oh, by the way, before I go, welcome uh, to Revolution One Dove Radio. My name is Mickey Aerostar, your friend, local rabbi, minister, and high priest. Um, a little sleepy town called Arnton, the town of peace. Uh, now we're going to go over this. It says, Biden, DOJ, announces new gun control. I'm going to quote again. The Bible tells me to honor my father with all my heart, mind, and soul. To love his Sabbath and keep it holy. And to love our neighbor as ourselves. These are the foundational principles. Now I'm going to lay another one. about gun control where's this fitting in they're stealing our rights you ever thought about that trying to dictate to us how we can handle our guns and other important things thou shall not steal mm. uh thou shall not bear false witness another one thou shall not covet they're coveting our rights <laughs> Now, let me read this. It says the Department of Justice on Monday announced a new federal gun control aimed at ensuring gun owners have secure storage devices. Under this new ro- ruling, the feder- federally approved gun sellers will be required to have gun storage or safety devices available upon for potential buyers as required by the Gun Control Act. Like, you can't store your guns in a closet. With a key, okay. According to the Department of Security, secure gun storage devices is defined as a safe, a gun safe, a gun case, locked box, or other device that is designed to be <coughs> or can be used to store a firearm that is designed to be unlocked by the means of a key, a combination, or other similar means. So we go with this again. The department submitted the ruling to the Federal Register. If approved, the changes would amend the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosive Gun Regulations going into effect on February 3rd. Attorney General Merkel B. Garland said that these changes is meant to reduce the risk of firearms falling into the wrong hands. Well, I agree with locking up firearms. My grandfather trained me in firearms. So I could go and hunt when I needed to. And he always kept his firearms locked up in the house in a locked box. The gun safety is a Department of Justice priority. And we will continue to take all appropriate steps to help reduce the number of people killed and injured by the misuse of firearms, Mr. Garland said in a statement. Lazar Despel, a spokesman for the National Rifle Association, told the Washington Times, in an email that gun right groups have always supported 
safe storage of firearms, which is good. And that is their statement on that one. And that's Biden's DOJ. I do agree with gun safety issues of locking them, but it should be the owner's choice, not the government putting it into regulation. Oh, right. Uh, I'm not going to do very long tonight. I'm cooking dinner late. Let me wait here. And we will get the other one up. All right. Now, here's a real good one. Let me get it uploaded. That talks about them criticizing a justice. Very well known. I find it appalling they did it as conservative briefing. It's taking its good old time. Here we go. So, we've got a, a justice put in by Trump. Chief, Chief Justice Roberts rips inappropriate, inappropriate political influence regarding Supreme Court. And this is Roberts now. Let's see what it says. This is Chief Justice Roberts, John Roberts, used his annual yearly end report to push back against what he sees as increasingly inappropriate political influence being used in attempt to sway the Supreme Court to rule certain ways on high-profile cases. Constitutional scholars will tell you that our founders chose to have federal judges and Supreme Court justices serving lifetime appointments as a way to ensure they could rise above the political fray of administration and successful successive con uh, Congress changing hands. But somewhere along the way, throughout our history, politicians and presidents discovered that they could permanently influence the country by choosing justices and uh, judges and justices who share the political and cultural ideology. This process of nominating a judge or justice thus becomes very political. And today, no matter how much some judge, ju justices and judges protest the reality, it is true. Presidents do not nominate jur jurists who do not share the political view. And the Senate typically does not confirm judges who don't align to their party's ideology. And as such, now the progressed have become so overly political, it has alarmed Roberts and other federal court watchers who know that the supposed independence of the judicial branch is at risk of becoming politically enforcement wing of the current party in charge and threaten threats from outside political forces can serve as a means to ensure correct ruling. Decisional independence is essential to due process, promoting impartial decision-making free from political and other extremist views. Robert, who serves as head of the entire Federalist Judiciary, note his report on the status of SCOTUS and 107 federal districts appeals courts around the nation. Roberts noted that uh, an another area of importance, the judiciary power to manage its internal affairs insults courts from inappropriate political influence and is crucial 
to preserving public trust in his work as a separate and co-equal branch of government. So we got Biden trying to take on judges here. Congressional law professors and expert Jonathan Turley. Ah, give me just a minute here. My internet's running a little slow. Uh, here we go. One more. Ah, here we go. John Turley, a self-avowed liberal who nonetheless has more respect for our governing process than a political outcome, explains how the high court is being coerced by the left to comply with certain desired political outcomes. Remember, they're socialists. We have been discussing the ramp-up threats of the Democratic leaders that the court will either vote with a liberal justice on a key issue or face consequences, including court packing. Recently, Senator Elizabeth Warren, a Democrat from Massachusetts or Mississippi, a former law professor, came the latest, latest to the voice of reckless view. What Democrat members are demanding is raw court packing to add four members of the court to give liberals an instant majority, a movement denounced by figures like the late Justice Ruth Barner Ginsburg and Justice Stephen Bayer. There you go. Last year, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler, a Democrat in New York, and a Senator Edwin Markey from uh, Mississippi and others stood in front of the Supreme Court to announce a court packing bill to give liberals a one justice majority. This following threats the various Democratic members that conservative justice has been voting with liberal colleagues or else. Senator Jane Chang, Democratic from New Hampshire, recently issued a warning to the Supreme Court reaffirming Roe versus Wade, or facing a revolution. Ouch. Senate Richard Brasalo, another Democrat, previously warned at the Supreme Court that it is continuing to issue conservative rulings on chips away to at Roe versus Wade. It would trigger a seismic movement to reform the Supreme Court. It may not be expanding the Supreme Court. It may be making changes to its jurisdictions or requiring a certain number of votes to strike down certain past proceedings. So there we go. They want to do court packing so they can make us follow what they want. And it's not going to happen. Americans won't put up with it, people. I've had enough of progressives telling me that I got to listen to the way. Okay. I, I had it with a church trying to tell me I've got to go see a nutty farm. I've had a pastor insult me with his, and now we got racial Democrats trying to tell me that I've got to accept their way of thinking about court packing. And then you've got the rise of KKK and black organizations coming together to hate regular American values. 
Thank you. This country was founded on unity. The original abolitionists came from the North. My family had abolitionists. The Ford family were abolitionists. This area I live in, right across from Kentucky, was where black slaves crossed, American black slaves crossed the river to freedom. Civil war was fought here, both sides in uh, formerly known as Coldwater Canyon and Deering Canyon or Hog Run. I find it very odd that they want to destroy the history and start a whole new revolution. I don't accept it. So I give you my view of racism and what slavery is. Um, no difference than what happened to uh, the Jews in Egypt and their freedom running. So here we go again. More, more junk. Well, this is Mickey Airstar. I love you guys. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Israel. And pray for the American people. We need to pray together. And pray for all those around the world, our brothers and sisters in Yeshua or Christ that are saved, that believe. I love you guys. Stick with my ministry and you'll see a lot. And remember, I announced the first 100 people that write to me by email or send me a letter through the mail. You've got my address. I'm not going to quote it here. I quoted it before. I'll quote it again tomorrow. This, the first 100 people get free seed. I've got to find out how much it costs for shipping. You will have to send me a shipping check to ship it. But the seeds are free. I'm not going to charge you for them. I love you guys. Good night. Shalom to you. Keep peace and keep prayers. See you again later.